Let's start with a really important question. How is business? Would you say, good, but is good really good enough? One really important question. Are you satisfied? Do you want more? Do you want to take over the world and crush your competitors? Is it just an empire that you want to build? Or are you driven by something deeper? Leaders want to be seen by the world as the best. Over the next 15 minutes, you will learn the secret to getting customers to go out of their way to buy from you, pay a higher price, and want to work with only you. There'll be examples from real-life businesses like yours that have done just that. Businesses that have customers that drive for hours past their competitors just to deal with them. And I'll share with you exactly what they did to make that happen. Do you believe that trust is important when a customer is buying from you? Does your customer need to trust you? Yes, trust is important. So how is trust established? How do you get a customer to trust you? When I've asked this question of others, they say to me, trust is earned. Correct. You earn trust. Okay, so how do you earn the customer's trust? Again, most people say things like keep our promises, doing a good job, being responsive, treating the customer with respect, answering their questions, things like that. And I agree. Do all of these things and the customer will come, will come to trust you. Do you see the problem? All of these things require the person to work with you. Become a customer hoping that they can trust you. And then after buying, figure out if they can. This is where it starts to get interesting. Think about this for a moment. Great service. That happens after the sale. Showing you care. After the sale. This means they need to become a customer to find out if they can trust you. That means your customer is buying hoping they can trust you. Don't worry, you're not alone here. Just about every business is caught in this trap. But it does start to explain why sometimes a customer buys from you and other times they don't. Don't worry, most businesses struggle with this. Want to know how to increase the number of people that trust you and therefore buy from you? The first step is to look at your marketing. Is it all about specials and sales? Do specials and sales build trust? How about promotions? Do you make your customers trust you more? Or do they make your customers feel like maybe they need to be careful when they buy from you? Might be cheaper next week. Maybe waiting is a good idea. Does your advertising talk about features and benefits of your product or service? Okay, that may get your customer's interest, but does it make them trust you? How about convenient locations, late hours, free parking? Nope, none of that earns customer trust. Okay, friendly staff that can take care of your needs. Nope, how does your prospect figure out if your people are friendly? Right, they have to become a customer. Everyone treats a prospect in a friendly manner. It's when they become a customer that things become dicey. It is after the sale that many companies fail to live up to expectations. In fact, many companies promise to exceed expectations. What a bunch of liars. They don't know my expectations. How about years in business? Okay, means you're not fly by night, slightly better, but still not great. Knowledge and experience means you're smart, but does not say trustworthy. 
How well do these promises build trust? Fail! Right about now, most business people chime in, but I have testimonials, five-star reviews, all with a sigh of relief. They feel saved. That is how the business is going to build trust. Or is it? Does an anonymous five-star review really build trust? Or is trust better built when they read why the low-star reviews? Or maybe how the complaints are handled? Or maybe it is, look, use reviews. I encourage them. They are important, but don't be delusional. Reviews are looked at at the end of the buying cycle. If your prospect really trusted you, they would not read the reviews. And here's the other kick in the chops. Your reviews are likely not much better than your competitors. You need them, but they are not the solution you are hoping they are. And besides, if you are winning, you would not be wondering what is missing. The good news is that you're going to learn the secret that when you follow will greatly improve this situation. Do this and you will build trust with your customers long before they ever contact you. There will be lots of real-life examples, examples from owner-operated businesses just like yours. But first, let's look deeper into trust. How can you establish trust with your prospect long before they ever call you? Think about these traits. Do you trust someone when you think, hey, they're just like me? Do you trust someone when you know what motivates them? Do you trust someone you know? How do you get to know them? Here's a hint. You know the details of their life. Not just their credentials. You know who they are, not just what they do. People trust people they know, people they understand, people with shared interests. Those are the people that you trust. When you start building trust by sharing these things, it changes everything. Price negotiations disappear. Sales cycles shorten. Close rates increase. Business becomes easier. Clients listen. They take your advice. The problem is this. Building trust is not about your products or services. It's about sharing with your prospects what makes you tick. Why you do what you do. Your values and beliefs. Here's another tip. You need to make it real. Don't just stand up there and say, I am great. I am wonderful. That is just bragging. Share information that reveals things about yourself. Don't be phony. Be real. Real matters. That also means saying things in a real way, the way you would say it to another person. Make your ads sound like you're speaking to your friend or your neighbor. It needs to feel authentic and be honest. Here are some examples. Examples from real businesses like yours. Businesses that are owner-operated, not big multinational businesses with huge budgets and deep pockets. These are ads that have been written by my partners. I want you to see what is possible, how you can start building trust ahead of the sale. While most companies in the heating and air conditioning business talk about being family-owned, how long they've been in business, or how many people they employ, here's an ad for Bonnie Home Services in Sacramento, California. This ad was written by my partner, Jeff Sexton from Florida. License 696355. Dad never wanted me to go into the family business. He had a small heating and air company in Oklahoma, and he could fix anything. Customers would call in at all hours with emergencies. Burst pipes, dead heaters in the winter, no AC. Dad would swoop in, save the day, and leave them grateful they had his number. All growing up, I worked in Dad's business. 
but he always discouraged me from making it my career. He wanted me to be a professional. To make him proud, I went pre-med and came this close to becoming a doctor, but I finally decided to do what my dad did, not what he said. When dad passed away, hundreds of customers came to his service with story upon story of dad going above and beyond, saving them from emergencies. The professionals he had put on pedestals actually admired and looked up to him. I'm Alan Crick, and that's what I teach my team at Bonnie. What you're doing is heroic, can be heroic, and should be heroic if you do it right. And at Bonnie, nothing is more important than doing it right. Alan really did go so far as being pre-med. He dropped out of med school to become an HVAC guy. On purpose. Imagine telling mom and dad that. How do you feel about Bonnie now that you know a little bit about them? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. I'm going to say this again. It's not what you say, but how you say it that matters. And everyone focuses on the what. Here's an example. Everyone wants to talk about how they care. A perfect example is being family-owned. The idea that because you are family-owned, you have more pride in your business means that you're not a large, faceless corporation. Do you think that because you tell the prospect you are family-owned that they'll automatically trust you? I get that owners have pride in their business. Have the prospect feel your pride. How about saying this? Walking to work, the early morning dew wets your work boots, the shed door creaks, and the smell of the tractor greets you. You hesitate before going in, gazing out over the grass as the sun gently rises. Only you and birds are awake this early. Someday, you'll own a golf course like this. Maybe even better. You'll make it better. But for now, it's just you, your mower, and your youthful imagination. What would it be like to have your own golf course? Craig, that's you in the story. I guess you're right, Jessica. And Innisbrook is your golf course. Innisbrook is everyone's golf course. When you were a kid cutting grass, did you really think one day you'd have one of your very own? Of course. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> Maybe in your world. Golf Innisbrook and see what a lifetime of hard work and dreaming can do. A fast course that's challenging and fun. <laughs> you're challenging and fun. Oh, go on, Jessica. Golfinnisbrook.com do you believe that there's a lot of care and attention taken to that golf course? The place is awesome! By the way, that ad was written by another partner, Mick Torbay from Toronto. Trust is formed when you share things about yourself. If you could just see who I am on the inside, if I could just lay my heart out on the table, I know you'd like me. I've felt this way since I was seven years old. See, I grew up in a religious household, extremely religious, the kind that requires women to wear long dresses and put their hair up in buns. But oddly enough, I wasn't completely sheltered. Even though I had never seen Star Wars as a child, I attended public school and I beamed with confidence. Still, I looked different than the other kids and I felt different too. That experience sparked a hunger to be liked and accepted, and to be accepting of others. That's why I've made it my mission in life to make sure that everyone is taken care of, even the underdogs. I'm Christy Featherston of Home Heating and Air Conditioning. If you could see the heart and care we have for our customers, the heart and care we have for you, then you'd know there's no one in Idaho, no one in America who cares more about your family's home, comfort, and safety. My Ohio partner, Tom Wainick, wrote an ad that talked about religion on the radio. But do you trust her more? Do you think she could ever tolerate someone not doing the right thing? By the way, they've had massive growth. 
so much so that they need to geographically expand to keep growing. You can also tell your prospect what motivates you, why you do what you do. This next ad was created by another partner, Roy Williams, the Wall Street Journal three times best-selling author. I was a 10-year-old boy holding the flashlight for my dad while he worked on an air conditioner for a customer. His name was Duncan Goodrich. He didn't talk much, but there's a certain kind of magic that happens when a son holds a flashlight for his father. I held it steady and quiet, and Dad talked to me while he worked. He said, when a person needs help, you respond right away, not when it's convenient for you. He said, always do the right thing. Always do what's right. And he said, the Gettle Iron Horse is a magnificent machine. Nothing else even comes close. That was the first night I held the flashlight for my dad, but it wouldn't be the last. At dad's funeral, I realized that every time he handed me that flashlight, he was passing the torch. And my dad believed in Gettle air conditioners. So I bought the company. Gettle. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Now you can count on us to respond right away and do the right thing. Always. No one knows air conditioning like Gettle. G-O-E-T-T-L. Notice how none of these ads talk about features, benefits, selling propositions, or any of that other crap? They simply build a bond that makes you trust them more. Gettle is so successful that they're expanding into other markets across the United States. As a sidebar, when Ken Goodrich bought Gettle, they were in receivership and circling the drain. Today, they are a massive force in the industry. This is going to sound very braggy. We are amongst a handful of companies that are really good at this type of marketing, and I can prove it. Listen to the radio, read a magazine, go to Google, watch TV. How many ads build trust and bonds? Not many. And the reason is most people do not know how to do this. And what I can tell you is that this works even better today than any time in the past 20 years. To do this, you need to think differently. Stop selling customers. Start bonding with them. Right about now, there's a little voice in your head saying, but my business is different. This won't work for me. That's completely natural. You are being asked to do something that your competitors are not doing. You need to be different. Actually, what I'm asking you to do is stop following and start leading. Are you a leader or a follower? If you're a leader, here's an interesting offer for you. It's free and there's no obligation. This is very easy to test drive. Contact us today to book a How to Attract High Value Client Starter Session. This is a 90-minute one-on-one video conference meeting where you will learn how to harness the power of trust to attract high-value clients. You're going to learn the one secret to building trust. You'll figure out exactly why your advertising is falling short and what you need to do to change it. You'll see how to attract more high-value clients. This is part of what we teach at roadshows we host across the country and at the Academy in Austin, Texas. Whether you decide to work with us in the future or do this yourself or work with someone else, you'll be able to use this information to judge how well your message will work. You'll score if your message is building trust with your prospect before they call. Your time is valuable, so you may not want to take me up on this offer. If you are good with things staying the same, then no problem. If you're good with answering the question, how's the business, with good, no problem. Let's be clear, more of the same does not lead to massive growth. Massive growth comes from massive action. Without massive action, your dream is a pipe dream. Leadership comes from leading, not following. 
when our customers are asked, how's business? They say freaking booming. That's how business is. It also may not be a good time. It's busy. It's year end. It's start of the year. It's the busy season or the shoulder season or whatever. It's never a good time. If you do not have 90 minutes to spend on this now, then how are you going to handle growth? This meeting will be held via a private video conference. I will meet with you and I will share the secret to building trust and bonds that lead to more high-value clients. Together, we will evaluate your present messaging and you will score how well it's doing the job. I want to stress this. At no time in this call am I going to sell you our services. If you want to work with me, the next step is very simple. The process is right on the website. The fee structure is right on the website. Here's the link. No rope-a-dope, no bait and switch. There, sales pitch done. I want you to be able to trust us. I used to do sales calls, book an hour, do the dog and pony show, tell you how great I am. I went to so many sales training seminars it would make your head spin. Then it hit me. Why not take a little bit of extra time, give the person some value, let them see what I can do for them, and then tell them the next step. If I do a good job, they'll want to become customers. Simple. No more selling. Done. I ask for 15 minutes of your time. We're at 15 minutes. I look forward to meeting you. What follows is a bonus insight about unique selling propositions. What most advertisers promote is the idea of a unique selling proposition. What is your unique selling proposition, your USP? Here's the problem. First, do you really do anything unique? Be honest. Frankly, most of our customers sell the same stuff and provide the same services as their competitors. They do it better, but it's not unique. If it was easy to create a killer USP, you would have done it by now. But even if you have one, it still does not build trust. Why? Because I have to believe that what you're saying is true. I have to freaking trust you. A USP does not build a bond. A USP focuses on you, on the features and benefits of your business, and without trust, it's just another questionable claim. You have to keep in mind the experience of your prospect. They are slow to trust you, not because of you, but because they have been lied to by your competitors. They've worked with someone before who screwed them over. Now you're standing in front of them saying, hey, you can trust me. Let's look at the contracting business. Do you trust contractors? Here's an ad where someone spent a lot of time creating a USP, and it is a great one. This was written by the president of the company. If you can find a better performing window than X window, I will personally give you the windows free of charge in addition to $1,000 per window, yours truly in his name and title. That is a pretty powerful USB. Give the money back plus more. Awesome. Do you believe them? Without trust, it's frankly bullshit. It's also a little bit weaselly. Better performing window? Who defines performance? Or what is better performing? Or can I even measure performance? Without trust, the whole thing is meaningless. 
It is easy to make a claim unless you really back it up with proof. Show the prospect they can trust you. Here's how to back up a bold offer. One hour heating and cooling, a customer of ours, has the guarantee that if they're late for their appointment, the work is free. That's right, they're on time or it is free. Here's the other amazing thing. The customer determines if they're on time. It is determined by the customer's watch. How do they prove the claim? Build trust? They run ads periodically telling the world they were late and gave away a free furnace or repair or whatever. They prove it by doing it and telling the world. Yeah, tell people you screwed up. Own it, then tell them you honored your guarantee. Does that make the offer more believable? Earning trust long before someone becomes a customer is hard. You need to get their attention when they're not interested in you and build that bond. You can't say trust me or assume trust. You need to build the feeling of trust, the bond, the emotion. It can be done. And when it's done, it's magical. Sometimes it's enough just to get people liking you. 